Hello and welcome to the Power Rankings, the show where you will never see an NFC East team on this list. Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. One of these weeks, the Green Bay Packers are going to be number one. It's inevitable. Grassi, and today we're going to break down the top 10 power rankings heading into week five of the NFL. As long as it happens, please, God. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new YouTube members. First, we got Brandon Flynn. We have Mark Kearns. We have Olsen Adventures. We have Taco Stanzia. We have Truett Stonebarger and Minty Fresh. A big shout out and thank you to you all. Now, Bears fans, let's start off with you. No, you're not on the list. But I may have given it more than three seconds of a thought if you beat the Colts. But you didn't. And so you don't make this list. And I know, listen, I know, you you talked such a big game about Nick Foles, about his large appendage. But it seems like it was a little bit cold on Sunday. Because all you did was shrink. So getting into the power rankings and not my own personal vendetta against the Chicago Bears, let's start off with number 10, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. Now, right off the bat, you might say, Tom, Colts aren't a top 10 team. And I'll say, you know what? They might not be, but they beat the Bears. So for this week, I'll let them have this. The Colts' defense was going to be basically the highlight coming into this game. A lot of people calling them the best defense in the league or one of the best defenses in the league. And I took a look at their opponents, and I was like, against that... Yeah, I don't know about that. However, however, their defense was pretty darn good against Nick Foles and the Chicago Bears, which, again, not the highest compliment you can pay, but it's better than the Falcons. But the Colts held the Bears in check all day. Their offense really couldn't get anything going. But I will say their offense looked a little shaky, but I will say Jonathan Taylor looked real damn good. Phillip Rivers, I will never get over the way that he throws a football. Instead of it just being like, huh? He just shucks it just like that. And there goes my pen. And it just goes flying somewhere. And I just, I don't know what human being sits down and teaches someone how to throw a football like that. But Philip Rivers won the game. So that's something. So yeah, arguably, I still don't know if the Colts are for real. But right now, you know, considering how just about everyone else is falling down this list. Yeah, the Colts make the top 10. Then heading over to number nine, you got the LA Rams. The Rams had some trouble with the Giants. The Giants who are uh, sticking around a little longer than I thought, but I will say that defense still came as advertised. Even though I will say beating up on the Giants isn't really much of an accomplishment, their defense did pretty darn well. Danny Dimes couldn't really get anything going all day. And while the Giants don't really have that much of an offense, the reason why the Rams are here is not because Jared Goff played okay. No, it's not because that. It's not because of their running game. The reason is because they gave us one of the most interesting fights I have ever seen in the NFL. Jalen Ramsey, Golden Tate, going at it. During the game, after the game, it was phenomenal. And anytime that Golden Tate can take a punch in the face, I am all for it, and you deserve to be in the top 10. So you know what, Jalen Ramsey? You talk a lot of smack, 
But you just vaulted your team in the top 10. And you might say, Tom, they were there last week. And I'll say, shut your mouth. Then number eight, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was a great game with the LA Chargers. Like a really, really good game. And I have to say, you know, I know Herbert has been coming out on the losing end of these games, but... You know, that kid, he looks pretty damn good. And a lot of people, including myself, gave him a lot of doubt. We looked at his tape and I was like, hey, I don't know if he's going to be able to swing it in the NFL. But he has come in on short notice with little to no experience. And on top of that, he's freaking hacking no preseason, basically no OTAs, and is able to come in and look this good. If the Chargers are able to actually get Derwin James for a healthy season, watch out. I feel like next season they could definitely be a force to contend with. But we're not talking about them right now. We're talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Please stop trying to derail this. The Tampa Bay Tampa Bay defense, which is one that I have highlighted throughout these past few weeks, you know, they, they were... They weren't that great. However, they came in clutch when they needed to. That kind of bend-don't-break kind of mentality. And Tom Brady, guy still got it. Still got it. Struggled a little bit in the beginning, but oh boy, did he come out firing on all cylinders. And this is what I was afraid of, especially because the Packers are going to be playing them in two weeks. Yeah, Tampa Bay, which is still a stupid name, but... They were rolling on Sunday, and I imagine they're going to continue to roll. Then number seven, you got the Tennessee Titans. I didn't think it was very fair to drop them down uh, because they didn't play. I thought about dropping them off the list because you got freaking COVID. Who did it? I swear, if I don't have a season because somebody in Nashville screws this up for me, I'm going to be pissed. But the Titans are set to take on the Bills next week, which I think is going to be their hardest test thus far. They were supposed to have a game with the Steelers, who also would have been a really, really great test for them. But right now, the Titans are chilling at number seven, even though they didn't play a game, because I still think they're one of the top 10 teams in football. Then number six, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers, the other team that didn't play. Pittsburgh Steelers are more of a complete team. That defense is looking mwah, amazing. The offense has been rocking and rolling. Ben has looked like his old self. James Conner has got it going. Juju Smith-Schuster is getting a rejuvenation after last year's abysmal performance. And so, yeah, the Steelers are at number six. And I imagine if the Steelers are able to come away with a couple more wins, they'll vault back into the top five. Then number five, I got the Seattle Seahawks. Defense wasn't too bad, but the Dolphins stuck around longer than I thought they were going to in this game. Their offense wasn't as super-powered as it was against the Cowboys last week. Tyler Lockett did just about nothing in this game. And Russell Wilson had 360 yards and two touchdowns. Looked a little bit less like Superman this past outing, but, you know, still freaking amazing and I think is the front runner for the MVP this year. But as we've talked about, the defense is, you know, the, the Achilles heel of that team. But with an offense that's continuously scoring, they can blow out their opponents. And on top of that, you know, the defense came up clutch when they needed to. So, yeah, Seahawks are still a top five team. Then number four, vaulting on up is the Buffalo Bills. Oh, the Buffalo Bills are looking real nice. Real, real nice. Josh Allen... What a specimen of a man. On top of that, that defense, oh man, they gave Josh Jacobs fits on Sunday. They looked really, really damn good. And they look like one of the best teams in the AFC. And I still think like they still got time to go. Stephon Diggs is looking great with Josh Allen. And I'm loving everything that I'm seeing from the Bills. And this is a team that, watch out, I feel like you nobody is going to want to play come this January. Then number three, 
You still got the Green Bay Packers. I thought about it. I thought about it. They were like, Dub, Dub, move them up to number two. No one could fault you for it. They were amazing last night. But here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. The Green Bay Packers are one of the best teams in football, and here is why. Not only is their offense incredible, not only have they not had a single turnover this year, not only has their defense been pretty good and was real, real good last night against the Falcons, but the thing that stands out the most is that with all these injuries, no Devontae Adams, no Alan Lazard, no Kenny Clark, no Mercedes Lewis, they're still able to win convincingly. And I know what people are going to say, but Tom, it was the Falcons. And you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But the Falcons still have a damn good offense. Ridley and Jones with Ryan should be damn good. Now, Todd Gurley was able to, you know, sneak around and get a couple touchdowns. But Julio Jones did nothing. Got injured then. Calvin Ridley, Jair Alexander on him. Nothing. A big old goose egg. Now the Packers are heading into a much-needed bye into week five, and they're going to be able to rest up, and then they got a date with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, God, that's going to be a phenomenal game. So, yeah, be careful, Ravens. Watch your step. We coming for you. Then number two, you got the Baltimore Ravens. There you go. That's the rebound game that you needed because when you need a rebound, you play against a football team that literally has no name. Lamar had three touchdowns, including one on the ground. And yeah, this was their get-right game. They needed this. After getting pummeled by the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, they needed to just unleash some rage against the Washington football team. And that they did. The question will remain, how are they going to measure up against some of the better teams? And we're going to find out relatively soon because competition is coming. Then number one, you still got the Kansas City Chiefs. I would have liked to see this game against the Patriots if they actually had Cam Newton because... Boy, oh boy, with Brian Hoyer and Stidham, wasn't pretty. That defense forced four turnovers, though you could argue that, you know, Stidham and Hoyer also gave that to them. Patrick Mahomes wasn't godly last night, but he did enough to get it done. He was efficient. This is, again, I arguably the most complete football team in the NFL right now. There are very little weaknesses. The defense has been playing amazingly well. The offense, well, you know what the offense can do. And right now, I think the Chiefs are still head and shoulders above the competition. So basically what I'm saying is repeat of Super Bowl one. Yes. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think the Packers should be higher? The answer obviously is yes. Do you think there should be any other teams that are on this list? Teams that shouldn't be on this list? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy, all social media, see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go. Oh, 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 o